Queen is Sister Danielle Corner, and I am here just to give you a friendly reminder that Abyssinian Baptist Church is back open. Masks are still required. There are temperature checks at the door. You are more than welcome to come back in and worship with us. Yes, everything is good staying home and watching it online. However, it's nothing like being in the house of God with other worshipers. So I encourage you to come out for one hour. Okay, sometimes we go past an hour. No more than 10 minutes, an hour and 10 minutes. But come out and enjoy being back in the house of God. Thank you and have a great day.
like you, Lord. We know that is a part of our worship experience. So we ask that you would touch each and every heart that we would give accordingly. Accordingly as you have blessed us. We know God even right now. We can never outgive you. So Lord, if you bless us in any kind of way, God, we give liberally. And then we know, God, that if we uh, if you uh, allow us to give, if, if you can get it through us, you'll get it to us. So we thank you for each and every one that's blessing us, that are here in-house, and for those that are viewing out uh, on social media and other platforms as they continue to uh, give faithfully to this ministry. We say yes to your will, your word, and your way. For it's in the name of Jesus that we pray with thanksgiving always. And all of God's people said amen, amen, and amen. Give God some praise one more time. If you have your Bibles, open up, if you will, to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, beginning at verse 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, beginning at verse 12. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, beginning at verse 12. Again, I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. Some might have King James. New King James NIV, but I'm going to read from the New Living Translation this morning. I think it speaks volumes to what I believe God wants to say to us on this morning. Say amen when we get there. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12. Verse 12 of the NLT, New Living Translation, says, We can say with confidence and a clear conscience, don't miss that, that we have lived with a God-given holiness and sincerity in all our dealings. We have depended, depended on God's grace, not on our own human wisdom. This is how we have conducted ourselves before the world and especially toward you. Verse 13, our letters have been straightforward and there is nothing written between the lines and nothing you can't understand. I hope someday you will fully understand us. Verse 14. Even if you don't understand us now, then on the day when the Lord Jesus returns, you will be proud of us in the same way we are proud of you. I want to repeat again verse 12, at least the eighth portion of, of that. It says, we can say with confidence and a clear conscience that we have lived with a God-given holiness and sincerity in all our dealings. I want to talk around the thought of something this morning, the testimony of your conscience. The testimony of your conscience. When we talk about testimony, we're talking about a statement or declaration about what you know about something or someone. Are y'all with me? Yeah. So when we talk about the testimony of your conscience, uh, we're talking about the fact that your testimony will expose or explain what you know about subject and why you do what you do. Somebody said, let your conscience be your guide. I've heard that. Let your conscience be your 
And listen, that advice might go well for some people most of the time. Anybody here ever heard that, or you said it, let your conscience be your God. I said that. But that might go well most of the time. And, and you can't always go with your conscience. Stay with it. Particularly if your conscience is tainted or distorted. See, it's true that God gave you and I a conscience to help. God knows. But our conscience is not foolproof. In other words, your conscience can be wrong or misleading at times. I heard people that write to people say, God let them to do that. Now, we know better than that. See, your conscience is your consciousness of what you believe is right and wrong. It's generally, I said, the conscience is generally reliable and you should follow it most of the time. But you understand general rules have exceptions. See, that voice in your head is not necessarily God's voice. Hello, somebody. See, I've said this before. Some of you might be new to hear it, but I've said this before. We have to deal with them at least, listen, four voices speaking to us on a daily basis. Right now, somebody here, you need to know you've got to deal with at least
And there are times when your conscience may be from a theological perspective, and it still could be incorrect or simply wrong because you're not interpreting what God says correctly. See, your conscience may not be biblically or rightly informed about the suit or matter. That's why we go through so much trouble now in the U.S. There's people that, 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 that swear claim and I, I, I don't believe down that they saved and they saved as you and me, but they're saying God's telling me to support this person and that person regardless of what they do and that God has set this person. Well, listen, God allowed Hitler to rule for a while. But he wasn't right. So don't just say because a person is in power or has a whole lot of influence. God can be, God is always up to something. Hello, somebody. We may not see it right now, but God is up to something. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12 says, There is a path before each person, listen, that seems right, but it ends in death. That's what the Bible says. I know you think you got it right, but God said it's not necessarily so. I know you think you're doing the right thing, and you may be, but they may not be. Hello, somebody. See, the conscience functions like a skylight, not a lamp. See, the conscience doesn't produce its own light. No, uh, the, 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 it just lets light in. Or to keep light out. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Yeah. You can have to say, I don't like it. Yeah. Well, you might be hearing good advice. Sometimes, yeah, look, y'all looking at me funny. Let me talk to the walls. Yeah. Listen, sometimes I can hear something from somebody, but because I don't like the person who's telling me, or you ain't the one, I'll reject what you're telling me. But that don't mean you're not telling the truth. That's right. Uh-huh. I said, you can either let it in, yeah. or you can push it out. See, the effectiveness of your conscience is determined by the amount of pure light information, positive and godly influence we expose to our minds and how we keep it clean. Hello, somebody. Clean coming in, clean going out. Dirty talk. Y'all ain't gonna tell me you ain't never called a dirty talk. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the pulpit. If God wants us to go raise the hand, and somebody says, swear for God, kill me now, don't do it. Same people have ugly thoughts. That's right. Same folk come on, somebody. Same folk have thoughts that they can't share nobody. It is about the Bible says, see, 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 in Psalms 119 thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against thee. You need some word not only up in you, but ruling. In you. That's right. Hello, sir. A whole lot of people know more Bible than Pastor Potter, but I'd rather know a little bit and follow most of what I know than know a whole lot and don't follow much of what it is. Amen. Yes. You need more as an indictment. Yeah. Stop telling people, not you, to other people. Stop telling people you know the word, you know this, that, the other, but you, 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 you know all the scripture and can't live a passage. Something wrong with that picture. You know all the Bible from all the New Testament, and you know that they live a verse. Something wrong with that picture. With all that being said, I know somebody's asking, what is the conscience? Well, you need to understand the conscience is defined as the part, that part of the human psyche, the mind, 
induces or causes mental anguish and feelings of guilt when we violate. We also know that the conscience gives us feelings of listen, pleasure, and well-being. When our actions, thoughts, and words are in listen, conformity to our value system. Every one of us are in the sound of our voice and those that are in Yeah. 
that. So, can I get a witness? In other words, Paul examined his own words and his deeds, and he found them to be listed in accordance with his morals and value system, which were, of course, listen, don't miss this, Paul's value system was based on God's standards. Yeah. Not what the world said. Yeah. Not what the homies said. Yeah. Not what the, 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 the folk on the job said. Not what the psychiatrists that don't believe in God says. But it's based on God's standards. Yeah. Second of all, the conscience is a witness to something. Not only does it help us self-evaluate, but the conscience is a witness to something. Remember we talk about the testimony. You can't testify if you don't know about something. That's right. And you won't tell me about something if you don't know anything about what we're talking about. That's right. But the conscience is a witness, a witness to something. And that witness has to do with the ability, listen, to know the law or word of God in your heart. And you know it without being told. Why are you going to snatch them back? They know. 
to his own conscience as a witness that he speaks the truth. Romans chapter 9, verse 1, Paul says, I speak the truth in Christ. I am not, listen, I'm not lying. I'm reading the Bible. It says, my conscience confirms it, listen, through the Holy Spirit. Then 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12 says, now this is our boast. Our conscience, this what, testifies that we have conducted ourselves in the world and especially in our relations with you with integrity and godly sincerity. We have done so relying, listen, not on worldly wisdom, but on God's grace. Not only does the conscience give you an opportunity to exercise self-evaluation and be a witness to something, but thirdly, I hope y'all taking notes because it's more you. The conscience reveals your value system. It reveals. I don't care how much you talk about how much you pray. Your conscience, what you do behind closed doors, is going to come out sooner or later. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Yeah. It's going to come out sooner or later. I'm not talking about you had a slip of the tongue. But you've been slipping tongue everywhere, but when you come to church, you perpetrate a fraud. That's right, that's right. I'm not saying that this is not my day. I had slips of the tongue. I had delivered slips of the tongue. Yeah. I had delivered, but I don't give up to faults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all need a man. Yeah. See, an immature or weak value system, listen, it produces a weak conscience. Well, so it falls. Value system produces, listen, a strong sense of right and wrong. So a person's conscience can be driven by an inadequate understanding of the Bible or the Word of God and can produce feelings of guilt and shame disproportionate to the issues at hand. See, if you don't properly interpret the Bible, that's why it's so good to study to show yourself approved. That's right. You just can't read a snatch a verse or two like you cafeteria style yeah. and then say that's what no. You got to put things in context. Yes. That's right. Go on. You came in here angry, and that in and of itself might be wrong. But once you find out why you're angry, yeah, uh, she shouldn't have said what she said to he, but I know why she said it. Yeah. Go on, somebody. You came in here angry. That's all the guys stop punching you in your face. <laughs> that may be it might make somebody leave your planet back. It might make it, it, it hurt somebody. Yeah. So, so the Bible says, see, and, and then the enemy loves to tell you, you know what? You're supposed to be a Christian. Yeah. 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 You're supposed to be a man, a woman of God. And you, 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 you lust and have to have a hug. Yeah. 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 You know, Christians have problems with restraint. That's right. Not y'all. Not out there. That's right. But somewhere else.
testimony of your conscience. Let me see if I can help you with this illustration. Some years ago, ABK uh, uh, jet crashed in Spain. And that, that, that jet, investigators studying the accident made a strange discovery. They said that the black box in the cockpit where they record the dialogue of the pilots and the controllers revealed, listen, just before they crashed, said it revealed that several minutes before the failed impact, a, a, a shrill, computerized, synthesized voice from the plane's automatic warning system told the crew, listen, y'all, repeatedly in English, pull out! Don't do it! Don't do it! You're going down! Oh, God. 
is warning us. As I hasten to close it, how does the conscience work? It judges, I'm telling you, the conscience, a man or woman's soul in three areas. Y'all need to get this. Your attitude, your conduct, and your behavior. Hello, somebody. Your conscience works, and it judges a man or woman's soul in at least three areas. It deals with your attitude, your conduct, and your behavior. Stop lying on when I'm talking about you You got to stay angry. No, you stand angry because you want to. That's right. Stop being a hater. That's right. I can't stand up. You may not can stand up, but God didn't die. God died for her. He didn't feel like he died for you. Y'all wait. 
work of soil conscience. That's the way you see that. Look at Titus chapter 1, verse 15. I'll tell y'all, I'm preaching Bible. Yeah. I ain't making this stuff out of my head. A soil conscience. Titus 1, 15, New Living Translation. Says everything is pure to those whose hearts are pure. But nothing is pure to those who are corrupt and unbelieving because their minds and consciences are corrupted. Stop looking at those magazines. Yeah. Stop tuning in. You know what you're tuning in on. Yeah. Station. Yeah. HBO, the man. <laughs> Showtime on the man. Most of that's all right, but sometimes you get to some dark stuff. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. What you put in? Yeah, that's what's gonna come out. That's right. You live single, <laughs> and you know you want a man or a woman. Don't be looking at that show. Yeah. You might come in and try to smash my wife, and I might have to hurt you. Or vice versa. But I know my wife said, you know. Not only am I doing all right, I'm almost done. Not only a good conscience, not only a struggling conscience, not only a soil conscience, but there's a seared conscience. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. First Timothy 4 and 2 in LT says, those with a seared conscience, those people are hypocrites. And liars and their consciences are dead. I read the Bible. Notice the seared conscience, S E A R E D, is the worst state possible because the conscience has become, listen, so hard that it no longer works. You know why? It's the result of repeatedly disobeying God. Willfully. I know what God said, but I and reptiles. So the Bible says, so God, a bad 
Change up yeah. by the renewing. 
Some sheep go astray. But shame when the group forsake not the assembly of the brethren. The devil's got some folk thinking I ain't going to church no more. Don't be a fool. You go everywhere else? Now why are you proud of the church if I don't want to go there? If nobody's there but me and you, we're there. And that's where the Lord will lead us. Only stay at home with you, but he says, I want you to church. Because I want you to be where I am sharp in People of the same likeness. You know, when I used to hang out in the bar, I hung out with people that drank like I did. But now that I'm saved, I want to be the like-minded people. No, I'm not perfect. I'm still a work in progress. Anybody else still a work in progress? I'm still a work in progress. Don't let nobody tell that lie. Don't you put that on me. No, no, any given day, I don't try. I, I might cuss you out if I get mad in a bit. I gotta repent. If you convict your sin, God is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all that right here. He's a God of another chance. I'm so glad I got another chance. Somebody in here, somebody out there. As you stand on your feet, if you can. We're talking about the testimony of your conscience. Somebody here or somebody watching, be a platform. See, they are not saved right now. God is in your conscience to tell you, you need to be man or woman saved. Why? Because the Bible says the wages of sin is death. Separation from God. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. What do you mean? We all going to die from the pulpit to the door, similar to the floor, but after death, we can go spend eternity. Somebody said, God, he's going to send me to hell. No, you're going to put yourself in hell because you're going to reject salvation in Jesus. I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Is there one not saved in here or out there? Simply to the point he said, I, I, I'm not saved, I want to come and see. You want to go to heaven, Jesus said, I'm the truth, I'm the way, I'm the life. The only way you get to heaven, Jesus said, is for you. Ain't no other way. Is there one here not saved? Don't out there. If you're not saved, this is what you say. Dear Lord, I know that I'm a sinner. And I cannot save myself. I accept your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, right now, as my personal Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving me another chance. Second call, you may be saved, but you don't have a church at all. The doors of ABC is open for you. Why don't you come? You need to come. You looking for a perfect church? There is none. I'm sorry to tell you. Not on this side. And if you would ever find a perfect church, don't you join it? You mess it up. You say you wait for it to get crowded. That ain't you just read why you're supposed to come to church. Crowd. Jesus didn't have a crowd. He be preached and taught to the small groups and big groups, but the crowd will listen to speech you sometimes. Is anybody here that have a church on? You want a church on? The doors may just walk back. You don't have to say that you gotta stop going, just go. If your conscience is telling you to do it, obey your conscience. Stop with going. Third class call. You're saved. You already have a church at home, but you're a backslider. You can come to church every Sunday and help be a backslider. You're out of fellowship. 
You don't have the joy of your salvation that you used to have. God says because you allowed it to rust away, because you allowed it to become, listen, desensitized to my word. You're looking more at the other stuff rather than my word. Y'all have a place and time to hear and to add to the word of God. 